The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. Pardon my sycamore. And coming to you live from the Nookie Bishop Jr. Digital Gumball Studios. Well, I really don't have no studio. This is my basement. This is the Digital Gumball Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Happy summer. As always, joined by my partners in crime. If any police is listening, that's just a phrase that we say that really don't mean that we commit no crime. Uh, T. Petty, happy summer. How has your week gone so far? How was your past week? Uh, Nookie, this week has been a bag of ass, but it's a short work week, so I'm just gonna go with that. I just got one more day to go. Okay, how's your week been? It's been good, you know. It's uh, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what day it is. Allegedly, there's some type of day off later this week, so I'm just gonna go with that and roll with that and take things from there like we always do day by day. Yep, sir. My other partner in crime, Idris Elbow, bro. How you doing? How's the fam? How you doing? How is everybody? What's up, Nookie? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And I'm going to take my cue from Cheeto 45, and I'm about to dominate these streets. What the hell? Now, how so? I don't, I don't know what that really mean either, but it, it just sounds gangster. I'm about to dominate these streets. <laughs> it don't mean shit coming from him. He can't dominate a damn thing. Dominating these streets. Well, now, on the last episode, that was episode 14, Choose Your Own Adventure. Had a lot of positive feedback about this, but unfortunately, we do have to get back into what has been a theme of some recent shows. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off with some facts as we know them, and then I'll go ahead and get your reaction on this. Let me please read this. Elijah Jovan McLean, a 23-year-old African-American massage therapist from Aurora, Colorado, was killed after an altercation with police that we're just now finding about that took place August 24th, 2019. Uh, an Aurora citizen reported that McLean was suspiciously wearing a ski mask, which is not a crime, although the caller did indicate that uh, he did not uh, pose a threat to anyone and that no one was in danger. Three police officers who were involved with the incident uh, said that uh, the, their body cameras were not working. They forcibly uh, held uh, Mr. McLean uh, to the ground with a chokehold and later, for some strange reason, paramedics administered ketamine to McLean to sedate him. Uh, while being transported to the hospital, McLean allegedly suffered a cardiac arrest. He died seven days later um, after being removed from life support. So uh, a 23-year-old man, again, um, which I think is bullshit there, uh, the autopsy results were inconclusive. The case has been reopened um, following the death of George Floyd. So. T. Petty, again, hate to kick it off this way, but your thoughts about um, these facts uh, of the case of Javon McClain, uh, rest in peace, uh, coming to light uh, very recently. I feel like you could just replay some of my other comments uh, as we continue to talk about police brutality against Black people in this fuck-ass country. Uh, Just reading the accounts of of that young man and his his last words and the, the the way that they brutalized him 
just because he was a black man showing up in a way that was strange to them. He was literally minding his black ass business, coming back from the store, not hurting anybody. Another example of somebody calling the police for no goddamn reason. Since when is walking down the street, swinging your arms, potentially talking to yourself, dancing? Why is that a call to the police? Why? And so now this young man is dead. And the officers are just now potentially going to be held accountable. They have been working all this time, probably brutalizing other people in the community. And now they have been suspended. So they're on a paid vacation, courtesy of the taxpayers. And I just want to say, this is the same police department where James Holmes massacred all those people in that movie theater. And he was taken into custody without a scratch after murdering people. This young man was walking down the street minding his black ass business and he's dead. So again, fuck the police and burn all this shit down. That's where I am. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Drees, a couple other uh, facts in the case. Um, uh, Mr. McLean was a, a slender guy, 140 pounds, soaking wet, carrying a brick. Um, also taught himself uh, to play uh, music, several instruments, including the violin. Again, a licensed massage therapist with clientele. And from all accounts that uh, I've read and heard and seen, uh, a guy who, uh, you know, they say wouldn't harm anybody. Your thoughts uh, on the brother's passing and, uh, and his case being brought to light now uh, out in uh, Aurora, Colorado? Man, this is another sad story of, you know, a, a brother and um, being killed by police brutality. And you think about, you know, you said the police was called because he was wearing a ski mask. Correct. He had gone and, into a convenience store. He suffered from anemia and was cold. So while to uh, folks who are not anemic, it would have been a relatively warm day. He wore the ski mask to, um, you know, keep himself warm. Yep. And this was in Colorado. So if, if you're going to wear a ski mask somewhere, you're going to wear it in Colorado. You know, you think about that. When I think about Colorado, I think about ski masks, right? I think about skiing. And so, you know, for them to call the police just on that, right, is already biased there. And it kind of led to this um, young man's death. The other crazy part about this story is that um, I was listening to his mother talk about you know, about him and, and this, this case, this incident. And she was upset at Colorado for not kind of um, speaking out about her son's death, right? Like we all know the story of George Floyd. It was national news. Um, you know, the nation kind of came out and this happened, you know, before that, but she was saying like, okay, everybody's coming out in Colorado now for George Floyd, but what about my son? And I think that's the story that we're seeing time and time again is like George Floyd kind of represented all these other kind of incidents of police brutality and black men dying in the hands of the police. And so it's just like a, a tip of the iceberg. And we're seeing now as we start looking back like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, a, a year or more, we're going to see those cases keep coming up. Absolutely. Totally agree, bro. Um, again, we'll continue to trend and, and track uh, on Elijah McClain. Uh, again, vigils being held uh, across this country. Uh, New York saw a very somber violin vigil. Uh, uh, Elijah played the violin, so a violin vigil was held for him uh, recently in New York City, and other vigils across the country uh, are being held for him uh, in light of his uh, case uh, coming to daylight. So 
we uh, hope that the uh, prosecutors, et cetera, uh, in Aurora will do the right thing and that we'll hear, um, you know, some prosecutions and some arrests coming as far as this is concerned. Also, and the police me- broke up the violin vigil. Exactly. That was the crazy part about that. Exactly. Now that I did not hear, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, to try and honor someone's life uh, with music or in any peaceful form uh, and for the police to break that up, absolutely positively 100% unacceptable. Um, again, these other cases that we're going to talk about real quick, the cops who murdered Brianna Taylor, right? Um, uh, they have not been uh, arrested as of yet. Uh, so again, we urge you to call the Kentucky Commonwealth's Attorney's Office, 502-595-2300, 502-595-2300, and ask, actually demand that the cops who killed Brianna Taylor, a woman who was in a home where a no-knock warrant was served, was shot to death by police officers. Uh, a couple other cases, uh, Ahmad Arbery, his murderers have been officially charged, the trio gunned him down in the streets of uh, New Brun- Brunswick, Georgia. New Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, they have officially been charged, so we'll continue to track that case as well. And also, uh, Rashard Brooks, um, the one cop uh, who fired the shot that killed him, believe it or not, is out on $500,000 bond. So um, where a judge in that case, uh, knowing the facts and seeing the video of release that cop on $500,000 bond, we'll see how that turns out. But again, you have... Um, uh, you know, suspects who can shoot up churches, et cetera, and the police uh, escort uh, those suspects uh, to Burger King and other places uh, unharmed. Meanwhile, while no crime is committed uh, by any citizen, uh, we wind up dead. So that's absolutely positively just um, sad and uh, regrettable. So we just uh, pray that uh, the justice system does the right thing and that, uh, again, we'll continue to, to monitor the case and, and let you know about the developments on that. Nothing, All right. Can I interrupt for a second? Yes, ma'am. I want to talk about the Attorney General of the state of Kentucky, Brianna, that the man that should be responsible for overseeing what's happening or not happening with the Brianna Taylor case. So I found out recently that dude is black, at least his skin is. Hmm. So he had time over the weekend to have an engagement party. He was the only black person at the engagement party. He's marrying some white girl. And when I looked at the pictures, it all made sense. You can't never trust a black man with a crooked ass hairline and crusty lips. And that's exactly what he got. That explains everything. So everybody needs to get him out of the paint. I believe his name is Daniel Cameron. He's trash. He released some Millie Mouse statement. And he was in the Oval Office uh, with your boy. So... That to tell you everything you need to know about that clown. Wow. All right. The other thing is, why is he having an engagement party in the midst of COVID? Don't you know you're not supposed to be doing no gatherings? That's already wrong right there. Well, maybe he'll so, get corona. Lord. Maybe. maybe. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I'm your host, Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. Yeah, yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. We the one. Yeah, out of the darkness I rose up. Golden my soul, it's a gold rush. Yeah, yeah. 
Honor and freedom, my toast up. Kicking game on the snare drum. Hard on the beat, let it bleed out like sacrifices. Cut it open, emotions. Spilling like oil and coasting. Therapy for my mental, I'm pinning okay, the pistol. Okay, y'all, we gonna do this a quick um, presidential, quote-unquote presidential uh, recap because we're not gonna waste a lot of time on this gentleman. The L's are piling up for 45, like we were singing, fa-la-la-la-la, Lollapalooza. Here's the quick rundown. The Tulsa rally disaster. It was a super spreader event. Folks were pictured taking stickers off seats where they were meant to dictate social distancing. That was a failure. Uh, your man, 45, has also had some Supreme Court losses recently on DACA, immigrant detainees, and abortion. Uh, there are bounties uh, on U.S. soldiers' head. We're just finding out about this, which intelligence surfaced in 2019, uh, which involved Russia and Afghanistan, where bounties were placed on U.S. and U.K. soldiers' heads. Unbelievable. Uh, a warrant has been issued for 45 in Iraq. It may not be the last warrant that's issued for his arrest, but we'll see how that goes. The European Union has barred, uh, in 15 countries, has barred American travelers. They said, y'all ain't got that thing together right with the Rona. Don't come over here bringing your germs with your nasty self. Um, they're contemplating in New York City within days, play, uh, painting Black Lives Matter uh, right on Fifth Avenue in front of 45's tower. Uh, he has responded by saying that that would be a racist act. If anyone would know anything about a racist act, it would be Mr. 45. The polls right now, uh, Joe Biden, the presumptive VP candidate, leads 50 to 41 in registered voters. Uh, I'll go to you first, uh, Idris. Are we looking at the last days, hopefully, of the Trump administration? Look, you have to be careful with Donald Trump. They call him um, Teflon Don, and they call him that for a reason because nothing don't stick to him. So, like, all this stuff that's happening right now, any other person would probably be kicked out of office right now. Right. He did get impeached, but he didn't get impeached by the Senate. He didn't get kicked out of office. But the average person would be out of there by now. So I don't want us to fall into this kind of false sense of like, you know, like, you know, he's losing and he's going to be out of there. We got to stay vigilant. Um, you know, if not, it's the chance that, you know, he's going to come back. and He's going to come back stronger than ever. So we got to we got to stay on top of this. Mm -hmm. T. Patty, are we in the last days of 45's administration? What's your thoughts on that? I wouldn't count on it. Never underestimate the ability of white people to behave as white people behave. The caucasity is not going to change. Therefore, we need to ignore the polls. We cannot get complacent. Like Idris said, we have to get out and vote like the polls say that Biden is losing by 15 points. Do voter registration drives, drive people to the polls, whatever it is that we have to do, we have to do it because the Senate, the institutions that have supposed to be safeguards against uh, things like this happening have failed. So it's going to be up to us to try to get him out of the paint and then begin the work of trying to repair the damage that has been done. Um, over the past three and a half years. Gotcha. Let me tell you how bad it is, though. So this week, Cheeto45 retweeted <laughs> someone saying white power. And yes, then... I saw that, he, yeah. He, and then the only thing that happened is he said, well, I took it down. 
Yeah, that was he, it. He said he didn't hear that part of the video. Like, sir, it happened five seconds into the video. And it was damn loud, too. We all know what it is. Like, those damn are just loud. his usual signaling to his little toothless, uh, ignorant base, racist base. We know that. So let's manage the business that we need to manage in terms of getting him the fuck out of the paint. Absolutely. And his and his GOP enablers too. All those motherfuckers need to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just to piggyback on what you said, T. Petty. Again, uh, in terms of these protests that have been taking place, a lot of folks have been taking advantage of the opportunity to register to vote. So I want to give the hands up uh, and give a shout out to the young people that have been doing that. Definitely uh, appreciate that. And uh, I forget which NBA team it was, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because a number of uh, polling places have been shut down in their state. I believe an NBA arena is going to open itself up to actually serve as a polling place for uh, Election Day, Presidential Election Day on yeah, uh, November 3rd. So, yeah, so that's wonderful. If we could get the other, uh, I guess there's another 29 NBA owners to uh, get in as well, that would uh, be excellent if there's no game scheduled on the day. But uh, if that's absolutely mm -hmm. positively uh, possible, I'd love to see that. And uh, uh, Nookie and, Nook and T. Petty, you got to be uncareful with that. They might uh, try to implement like a voting test. Like you got to shoot a free throw in order to do a vote. Oh you got to you got to hit it. You got to hit it from the free throw line. Well, why in order for your vote to count, it's voter suppression out there. I but think who, that. But, but who would that actually suppress? Would that suppress black people? Oh, well, that's a good point then. That's a good point. That's a good point, T. Betty. That might that might actually be a good like kind of test. The uh, only black person I could think that that might suppress would be Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> you make a free throw, you get the vote, ballot, and please vote. I thank you, the shot. So, um, so we'll see what happens on that. And Adrice, so we're going to talk about um, what went down uh, in Florida with. Uh, uh, the protest out there as far as the uh, the tweet is concerned. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Okay, y'all. Um, so here's the Rona report. Uh, first, well, let me, let, me, let me click into something first. Hold on one second. Uh, Rona report. Uh, as of the taping of today's broadcast, 40, 45,000 new cases of coronavirus, uh, a one-day high in America. We predicted this. We said there's going to be three waves. After Memorial Day, we see this now. God forbid what this second wave is going to look like after 4th of July when everybody gets together, the whole nine yards, beaches, et cetera, et cetera. And the third and final summertime uh, type of wave will take place after Labor Day. So we'll see how this goes. Um, again, Cheeto has disbanded the pandemic office. Uh, there's no presidential mask mandate, which the business and financial community across the country is calling for. Um, Dr. Fauci or a group came out and said to mask up, even masking up now in the middle of the pandemic could save 5% of projected deaths. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Dr. Fauci also says that we might get to a time later this year where we're experiencing 100,000 positive new tests per day. Um, again, uh, Cheeto 45 block testing. Uh, he's derelict in his leadership. You have 50 states with 50 plans. You got one state that's in phase zero, another state that's in phase five, and it just absolutely positively doesn't make sense. Again, you have states with these grand openings and grand closings. They opened the bars and restaurants before the Independence Day, and now they're saying that if you're a bar, you got to close, but some restaurants can stay open if you serve food. No, nobody really knows what's going on with beauty salons and barbershops and the whole nine yards. 
and um, just absolutely positively chaos. T. Petty, your thoughts on where we're going with this coronavirus thing? Um, so more people are going to die that didn't need to because people think their feelings and their politics trump facts, and they don't. Facts don't care about your feelings. So all these fools out here refusing to wear masks, going to uh, city council meetings and ranting and raving about they're not going to be muzzled like mad dogs and people are going to be performing citizens arrest. Like we are clearly living in the upside down, but this is what happens when people think that facts and opinions are on the same level as, or I'm sorry, people think that facts are on the same level as their wild ass unresearched, uneducated opinions. Like these are not the same thing. But there has been a culture in this country for a long time of not respecting intellect, intelligence, the ability to think critically. Y'all remember when W was uh, right around the time of his, uh, before he was elected the second time, people were saying, well, he's not the smartest, but he's somebody I'd like to have a beer with. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Go have a beer with your ignorant ass people and vote for somebody that's smarter than you. I don't need anybody that I want to have a beer with holding the highest office in the land. You need to be smarter than me to do that damn job. But people don't value intelligence anymore, and so here we are. I hear that. I hear that. Idris, uh, sort of like uh, the leadership right now is the uh, grandma or grandpa that lets the kids eat candy for breakfast. Your thoughts on this whole, you know, um, coronavirus thing and where we are right now as we start the second half of the year? Who knew when the president said we about to dominate these streets, he was talking about corona? He was talking about COVID-19. It's a resurgence back out there. Like, it's it's about 30 states that's seeing, like, a resurgence of, like, the virus. It's, like, hitting everybody hard now. And you got, like, states like Texas, um, you know, Arizona. And then now, like, the governors are coming out and say, we made a mistake. You know, we opened up too early. And then they're blaming it on the bars. It's like, you know, it's like people at bars, like, getting drunk. And not following the guidelines, they're too close, not wearing masks. You know, the music is loud, so people are talking louder and droplets are flying in the air. And they're like, who knew that that would spread corona? Everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. Ben told them. Yes. So <laughs> now, now all the states are kind of um, slowing down their reopening and trying to figure out what you're going to do. And we're at this critical juncture of like it just exploding exponentially. So not like, you know, just, you know, a few cases, but you're almost now where it's just gonna just spread like wildfire if we don't do something kind of to control it. And the crazy part now is that you have a lot of folks who are against masks now saying like, let's mask up. And for me, it's like, on the surface, it looks like, okay, they learned their lesson. Okay, now they see like, you know, the, the 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 wisdom of wearing a mask, but I don't think that's what it is, Nookie and T Patty. You know what I think it is? What you think? It's like they don't want to close the economy no more. So they willing to just ride out the number of deaths, as long as they ain't gotta close the economy. And I think what they're saying is like, okay, let's just say let's go with the mask thing, because at least that keeps the economy open. Like we just tell people like you can go out. And just keep on the mask, and then we can keep the economy going. So I don't think it's about, it's about welfare or caring about folks or, or really following the science. I think it's just a slick way to say, like, we can keep the economy open 
just tell people to put cloth on their faces. Unbelievable. Yeah, we'll see how this goes, man, after this uh, 7-4 holiday thing. But this is absolutely crazy. Really quickly, two quick uh, things on the back end. Uh, you talked about the Kentucky Attorney General's engagement party. There was a wedding in India, and it's been also being called a super spreader event. The groom had a fever and fell ill two days before the wedding, went ahead with the wedding, hospitalized after the wedding, and died two days later. 80 members of the wedding tested positive for coronavirus. So, again, um, these social events, I understand that people are impacted by it and you put money down in deposits, no deposit, no party, no nothing like that is worth your life. Um, you know, the best advice is what T. Petty always says, stay home, mask up, but you know if people uh, ain't going to be social distancing and, and keeping their six feet apart, your best uh, thing is to stay home. Also, y'all remember the Remy, Redemsevere? They was giving that out for free. Did you say the Remy? The Remy, the Remy, the, <laughs> wow. the Redemsevere. They was giving that out free at first oh. as a treatment for coronavirus patients. They just put the retail amount for what a regular treatment would be. Guess how much they charging for the Remy now? Is it per, you want us to guess per treatment or per dose? Per treatment would be like a cycle. So it's like if you get like a 60, like a, what would be like a 30 or 60 or 90 day supply. Guess how much the Remy is going for now? Well, Remy at the club is like $14. <laughs> That's a bargain compared to what they charge. Um, <laughs> Do you want to take I'm, a guess? Uh, for, for a course of treatment, I'm going to say 7500 $2,500 per course of treatment. So again, they were, they were handing this out free and uh, now they are going ahead and charging $2,500. It might get you a couple or three vials of it, but uh, it's a very expensive uh, solution to a problem that's preventable. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. Hey, I'm, a, I'm about to start hustling. I got that Remy. I got that Remy. $2,500 a pop. Mm, mm, mm. Don't y'all buy no Remy from this man. Don't y'all buy no Remy. <laughs> okay, real quick, I'm going to say these letters and numbers to y'all, and y'all tell me what this is. G4EAH1N1. G4EAH1N1. Do y'all know what that is? Is that that new uh, swine flu that they say has the pandemic potential? That is the new swine flu that they have discovered in China. You are correct, man. They says it has that pandemic potential if it's not taken care of immediately. So, T. Petty, your thoughts on, they're saying not to worry about it, but look, uh, we had somebody that was, quote, unquote, in charge that didn't, that thought that the coronavirus, it's just the flu. That was what uh, we were told. And now we have the potential with a pandemic office being stripped um, to its core now of having what they're saying is something akin to the normal winter flu with the swine flu and the Rona at the same damn time. Your thoughts? Uh, you better be worried about it because the people that would typically be in charge of that don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. So if you can, stay your ass at home. It's just not safe out here in these 2020 streets. Mm. between the rona the new whatever they're gonna call this thing and all the other shit that's happening just stay at home if you can i hear that uh adrice the possibility of the swine flu and the rona 
summer 2020. To that, you say what? I'd say that sounds like 2020 spot on. Yeah. But I, I don't care like what happens. I think the president's going to be like, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. Of course it's what he's going to say, because he doesn't care. That's his new word now, hoax. That's some absolute positive total bullshit. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break here. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast with T. Petty, Nookie Bishop Jr., and Idris Elbow. As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our handle is The Digital Gumbo. And, of course, you can always uh, send some feedback to the show. Our email address is thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com. Add some positive feedback on the last episode, episode 14. Choose your own adventure. We appreciate that feedback. So go into your Apple app or wherever you find podcasts. Find those, uh, uh, our library of episodes. And enjoy yourself. Catch up. It's fun summertime activity. And we'll be right back after this. podcast thanks for joining us as always i'm nookie bishop jr joined by t petty and adris elbow so bro let's uh talk about this sharon's versus karen's um it was a political rally with golf carts down in florida over the weekend and a woman who identified herself as sharon she said that she was a connecticut transplant and she never saw anything quite like um the hate um and uh, love for cheeto 45 down there but she let uh, those folks that were in her senior community have it, uh, call some of them turds, racists, uh, asked them where their hoods were. She identified herself as Sharon. So what's your thoughts on being a Sharon as opposed to being a Karen? All right. I'm going to break this down because you got to know the difference between a Sharon and a Karen. Yes, sir. All right. So a Karen is a white woman who knows her privilege, right? But she uses it and weaponizes it against black people right? Mm-hmm. That is a, a Karen. A Sharon is a white woman who knows her privilege, but then uses it to come to the aid and ally and to support the advancement of black people. And that's the difference. And so when you saw the Sharon out there just giving it to them old white racist folks, because they was yelling white power and everything else, she was holding it, going toe-to-toe there. And we need more Sharon's in the world and less Karen's. I understand that. Uh, T. Patty Sharon from Florida was wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt in, in addition to giving it to folks and had her placard right there in her senior community. To that you say what? You know, kudos to you, Sharon. Sharon was giving them the business. She was not with the shits at all and she let them know And I've been seeing more and more examples of Sharon's in the world. I saw a video yesterday where a Karen was on a wild, complained about her neighbors all up on their property, lying and saying they accosted her. And a Sharon from across the street, it was actually a group of Sharon's, gave that white woman the business. And then a couple hours later, the video went viral in their little neighborhood and a whole bunch of people just were marching in front of the Karen's house with signs and telling her to get her racist ass out of the paint. So this is what I need. Somebody that is truly an ally, not somebody who will just post some shit on social media, but will put some action behind it. 
So I'm supporting the Sharons of the world. We need more of them. That's what's up. Man, these neighborhood apps is a trip. If you, you know, like, <laughs> they uh, are. <laughs> and, uh, in them little, little, little towns and little cities and little neighborhoods, it's like they tell everything, your dog barking, shut up. This person <laughs> trash can got blew away and they, they clock everything. So it's good to see. And the worst part about them, they'd be like, I saw a black man walking down the street. Yes. And they, they, they turn like black people into suspects. It's a lot. Or of, just walking down the, the, the street. It's a lot of Karens on on the, those neighborhood apps. So but I it's think Sharons are popping up too. Absolutely. I think that if uh, these Karens that have uh, too much time on their hands, uh, to be perfectly honest, in my opinion, uh, you know, these Sharons are rising up and uh, just uh, sort of resetting the bar. So we definitely appreciate that. So now Karen and Chad from St. Louis, y'all heard about them, right? This I is the. This is the McCloskeys, an attorney and his wife, came out of their house with an AR-15 and a handgun because protesters were marching from downtown St. Louis to the mayor's uh, house to, uh, you know, just protest, as so many Americans have done uh, in recent months. So Sharon and Cad, or excuse me, Karen and Chad, felt that their lives were threatened. No one was even six feet close to the entrance of their house. Um, from all accounts that I saw and all the videos I saw, no one was menacing them in any way, shape, or form. And then the thing that really pissed me off, this fool had an AR-15, but was holding it against his belly. Now, if he would have opened fire, God forbid, he would have burnt his ass up. So he's not even <laughs> holding the gun right. So, Well, neither uh, was she. She, she was not holding the gun either. She was holding it Hollywood style and just, if God forbid, that hair trigger goes off. So, uh, Adris, your thoughts on Sharon, uh, Karen and Chad from St. Louis, the McCloskeys. Now, the, the, the truly, like, <laughs> funny part about this is dude was wearing, like, a, a pink polo and khakis. Yes. And had an automatic weapon just standing out in front of his house. And he was, he, he, he not only like brandished the weapon at protesters, but like when he held it, he was actually pointing it towards his wife. So he wasn't even practicing <laughs> good gun safety in that way as well. And, you know, when you, when you think about this, so, you know, this couple kind of comes out their house brandishing weapons at kind of protesters who were kind of walking by. And it's, it kind of feeds into this narrative of like, you know, protesters are coming to like take our property and loot and burn down when there's been no like history of like protesters breaking into private homes or private property to do that. So it's, it's just um, stoking these fears. Um, and then you had in the same city, the mayor reading out the names of people on TV that were saying defund the police. Like saying, like, you need to move funds from the police department and give it to more human services. And she's actually read out their names and addresses. So it's just kind of part of this whole um, thing designed to kind of intimidate people. Ridiculous, ridiculous. T. Petty, you saw Karen and Chad from St. Louis. First of all, I got family in St. Louis, and I ain't never seen no nice mansions like that in the city of St. Louis proper. So uh, your thoughts on that in terms of them quote-unquote, protecting their homes and fearing from their fearing for their lives because of a protest that they had seen three days earlier. T. Petty. 
they were not scared at all. Because if you're so scared, why don't you stay your ass in the house? They came outside to brandish weapons at people who were not even looking in their house's direction. They were on their way to the punk-ass mayor's house. They came outside in a little uh, pink polo shirt and khakis, barefoot, <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding a handgun and an assault rifle. Like, what the... I am so tired of caucasity. It is just wearing me the fuck out. (laughs) And so I haven't heard what their little weak ass defenses are. I'm not even interested because it's the same thing every time. So I feel like they should be charged with some kind of crime because in between waving their guns at each other, they were also periodically waving waving them at people who had the full right to protest uh, who are walking down the street. So I and mean, T.P., you're right. That's the, the caucasity of that, of that you can brandish firearms right. and just feel like that's okay. Yeah. You know, you just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out in my house. Like, there's a big crowd out here. Let me just go grab my gun and come outside and wave it around. And that's okay. Like, I ain't got to worry about no, no, no police. I ain't got to worry about no legal, legal incident, n- nothing. Absolutely not. That whole concept of, oh, I was so afraid. Then why don't you just stay your barefoot local Yoko ass in the house if you were so scared? Because you weren't scared. You just wanted to intimidate people because you think those people don't belong in your punk ass neighborhood. Unbelievable. He's an attorney. So that's got to be at least at the very minimum a misdemeanor menacing charge. But we'll see uh, what, if any charges come from that. Come on, Jack McCoy. You know, it's got to be something, a little something. I mean, dang, that's a misdemeanor. And you're an attorney. He should know better, but I, I digress on that. Okay, on the activism tip, y'all, two things. Uh, more and more Confederate-linked statues are continuing to be voluntarily removed. Yeah. So uh, we continue to see uh, those coming down uh, voluntarily. Also, the state of Mississippi has voted to remove the Confederate icon from their flag. So, uh, T. Petty, your thoughts on those two things? Oh, when I saw them taking that flag down on Sunday, it really uh, made me smile. Finally, 150 some odd years, however long it's been since that flag was erected, it has been taken down. That symbol of oppression and brutality for so many of our uh, brothers and sisters in Mississippi, they don't have to look at that shit anymore as it being an official symbol of the state where they live, work, try to raise their children and try to do the same thing we're all doing, which is just make it day to day. So it's about fucking time. It took long enough. I'm so tired of this damn country. But I I do see that that is gaining momentum. It's happening everywhere. So good. Get it all out of here. Rename all this racist shit. Get it all out of here. We just need to burn all this shit down to start from scratch. I hear you. I hear you. Sir, as our resident uh, Southern gentleman, your thoughts on the uh, uh, Confederate icon finally being removed from the Mississippi state flag? You know, my home state is South Carolina. And for the longest, the Confederate flag flew on top of the state house in South Carolina. And the only reason it came down in South Carolina was because black people were murdered at Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston, South Carolina. And that's what it took, those souls passing away for South Carolina to remove the Confederate flag off the top of the state house. So I'm, I'm glad they decided to remove the flag without having experienced the tragedy of, of kind of murder um, committed under the Confederate flag. But 
if you look at all the other states that have Confederate monuments around, there's this big fight that's brewing um, in, in America over Confederate statues, over the naming of, of buildings and, and military bases after Confederate um, you know, generals. And it is just this time in America where we're kind of coming with the reckoning of why do we put these statues and images up? And a lot of it happened in the kind of 40s, 50s, and, and, and 60s, as well as a way to kind of really just um, to be racist against black people. And we're starting to realize that now. Well, we've always known it, but we're starting to kind of um, have to reckon with it. And the, the newest, you know, reckoning that's coming is Mount Rushmore. Like, people are thinking about that now. And they have been thinking about it. But, like, what do you do with that when you have this history of, like, racism in America and it's embedded in all of these, these statues and these symbols? We got to reckon with that. Totally understand. Listen, this is a good start. But I'm waiting for them to put out the press release saying that they are removing the Dukes of Hazard from all TV platforms. When they remove the Duke boys, <laughs> Duke, listen, and Bo Duke, listen, that'll be the last thing we see. It's That's the car. The, the, the car is named General, General Lee, Lee. <laughs> and yes. has a Confederate flag on top of it. Mm-hmm. So, you're right, they already removed Gone with the Wind mm-hmm. from catalogs. So when they remove the Dukes of Hazard, you know it's on. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Okay, one other thing, y'all, uh, down south, Bar Lives Matter. Kilgore, huh. Texas, which is outside of Dallas, uh, bars have been shut down there by the governor to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. There was a massive protest where um, bar owners and waitresses and patrons got together for a Bar Lives Matter protest. Some were in masks, some not. Um, T. Patty, your your thought on Bar Lives Matter? I, I I thought it was ridiculous. Dumb shit like that is why Europe said we can't come over there and spend the night no more. That is exactly why people are out here really protesting the fact that they can't go and get their pull of Miller Lite at the local bar. Like, get the fuck out of here. People's lives are at stake, and you out here pro- protesting about a bar life? Like, ugh. I am so fed up. Like Americans don't want to make the small sacrifice of wearing a fucking mask and staying at home unless absolutely necessary. I understand there are many of us who do not have the luxury of working from home and you have to make very, very tough decisions. These motherfuckers are not, they don't fall into that category. They're mad because they can't get a cheeseburger and watch baseball or whatever fuck they watch. Uh, on a Thursday night at their bar. Like, get, oh my God, I can't, mm. I can't take it. I can't. Mm. they out here saying, save our spirits. We need to have our lives matter. Your thoughts, bro? Man, this is, it's almost like trivializing the movement of Black Lives Matter. Like I saw some of those uh, protests and the signs that says Bar Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me you would get out and hit the streets just because you can't go actually buy your drink in person. In a lot of cases, bars now, they can send that drink to your house or you can order it on an app to get a, get alcohol. You mean to tell me you got out in the streets for that, but you wouldn't get out in the streets for black people dying at the hands of police? 
That's just trivializing like black lives even more. And you then you take the slogan and you turn it into bar lives matter and you make light of it. That's that that is just despicable in in in, in my opinion to do something like that. Ridiculous, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Hey, y'all, y'all listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for listening with us. This is Nookie Bishop Jr., your host, joined as always by T. Petty and my main man, Idris Elbow. So my girl to pipe down, need it right now. Lately, I've been going so the lights out. Got my face up and my eyes down. Shorty, now you know what this is like now. Now I got a big drop top and I'm rolling. And I told my girl I'm going to be up to the morning. Okay, y'all, this would not be the digital gumbo if we didn't have some habitual line stepping and animal stories. So we're just going to go ahead and get into it right now. All right, there we y'all, go. We always have to have animal stories. Why are y'all so fucking obsessed? Well, I mean, it's stupid. It's the animals. They taking over. It, well, and it's stupid human stuff, too. So we're trying to provide a lesson to our listeners. Um, so we talked about Yellowstone National Park before, right? It's closed because of the pandemic. Well... 72-year-old Karen from California ignored the signs because she wanted to take pictures of bison, you know, like a buffalo, like a bison. So she got real close to the bison, started to take pictures, clickety-click-click-click with the camera. The bison gored her severely. She had to be airlifted. Again, Yellowstone is in Montana. We've been over this before. and had to be airlifted to a hospital in Idaho for treatment. So Yellowstone is a big-ass park, thousands and thousands of acres. It's not a city. It's a park, a big park. But the nearest hospital is in another state, Idaho. Idris Elbow, the continued habitual line-stepping of Karens at Yellowstone National Park. Go. Now, why are you in a closed national park? It's already closed. You should not be there. And then you out taking pictures of bison, and then you get gored by the bison. I think that all the animals have started talking, and it's like, well, you know, no people don't supposed to be here. Ain't nobody coming around, so they doing whatever they want to do, you know, um, to start with. And the other part about this is like, how you get gored by a bison? It had to be a white person, cause ain't no black person getting gored by a bison. You know how I know that Nookie and T Patty? Because Howard University is the bison's. And I bet you ain't nobody from Howard University ever got gored by a bison. And that's, and that's the mascot for the school. Mm, mm, mm. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Teach Teddy, your thoughts on Karen. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> gored by the right. bison. Wait, wait. I'm going to give a shout out to our friend Lisa, who's a, who's a Howard University bison. Lisa, have you ever got gored by a bison? I know the answer, though. You ain't got to answer that. <laughs> I, don't e- I don't even think Howard has a, a, a live animal mascot like some of these uh, schools in the South uh, get down. T. Petty, Karen from California getting gored severely. Like, this was bad by a bison in Yellowstone. And that's what her ass get. You should have been at home. Uh, Idris, I will say, as the mother of a Howard University bison, she also has not been gored by a bison. So... That's See, that's good child rearing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. I don't feel bad for her old ass. You should not have been in the park in the first fucking place. I'm telling you, 
they think that the rules do not apply to them, that they can just do whatever they want and go whatever they want and say whatever they want to say and never face any consequences. And that bison told her not today, sis, and fucked her up. And that's what she gets. And she has no sympathy for me. And oh, well. And I hope who's paying for that damn uh, airlift. I hope she got insurance. I mean, I if you so go too. if you go past the sign, they say the park is closed. That's on you right there. So exactly. So remember the lady with the geysers, right? Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, Karen with the bison, Yellowstone. Yet again, we have another Yellowstone closed park story. Oh my God. Karen with the bears. She went hiking by herself in a closed Yellowstone. Well, encountered a baby bear on oh. one of the hiking paths and got scratched severely on the thigh. The mama bear came, but no other injuries took place. So T. Fetty, Karen Bear, hiking by herself in closed Yellowstone. Well, she got off light as far as I'm concerned because you know those bears are very protective over their cubs. So she should be glad that she didn't get murdered by the bear. And if she had, it would have been her own fault. And I would have laughed just like I did about the old ass Karen getting gored by a bison. Stay your ass at home and follow the damn rules. Close means also close to your white ass girl. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, Adrice, I'm going to kick it back to you. You cannot use sugar bear, yogi bear, <laughs> baby bear, or uh, sugar bear from EU in your response. To Karen bear, you say what? I'm going to say, you, you cannot, like, go around touching on bears. Because you know that's what that, what that white lady did. She, she walked up, she looked at that bear. It's like, that's a cute bear. I want to go over there and pet it. Mm -hmm. And she probably went over there and started petting the bear and then got scratched. And, you know, you said I can't use any of them other bears. I'm going to tell you, the, the bear that I'm going to say you need to, she need to pay attention to, that's Huggy Bear. <laughs> and so she needs to follow the rules of Huggy Bear. If 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 you see something that don't belong to you, that ain't yours, leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't pet on it. Don't rub on it. It ain't yours. Leave it alone. Totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, we're gonna kick it back to India for this one. So um in this week's story for apocalypse in a year india is weathering its worst locust invasion in more than two decades uh they have monsoon season coming up wait wait sir did you just say locust locust in 2020 isn't that like a biblical plague that's what i was getting to that's right, old testament is this the same swarm of locusts that were in uh, East Africa earlier this year? Because you can't I, forget about that. Yeah, I think this is a different swarm, like unique to uh, India. So they're saying the monsoon season is coming there, and that they, that's the same thing as a hurricane here, that they're worried that the worst is yet to come. I've seen some of these videos, and you would think it was just like flocks and flocks of birds just flying around, but they are locusts, and they are – eating grass and anything that's in their way. So, Adrice, your thought on these locusts in India, bro? Look, India is one of the most populous, like, countries in the world. And you have, like, locusts there. And locusts are known for, like, like eating, um, you know, crops and causing, like, you know, food shortages, right? 
Mm-hmm. And you think about this, I always thought like, you know, when you read in the Bible, like, you know, you had a whole nation that was like starving. Like, how does that happen? You know, but if you interrupt a food supply chain, mm-hmm. even in these days, right, you can have food shortages. So like, you know, that is a big problem, not only for India, but for the entire world. And it's spot on for 2020. Yep. Yep. Spot on for 2020. Uh T. Petty, some of our people say locusts, like they don't put the T in it, but they're locusts, locusts in India. To that, you say what? It's on brand for this year. I mean, why not? (laughs) We got every fucking thing else. Why not a swarm of locusts to descend upon a country that's also about to face monsoon season? And I believe some other natural disaster occurred there not too long ago. I just can't remember what it is because I had to check on a friend of mine that's there. So yeah, I think there's some regular flooding that takes place there when the monsoon season comes. But they're saying these locusts are coming even before monsoon season. I mean, everything's just fucked up. I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm expecting the sky to open and fire to rain down on us next. That's what will happen next because why not? Everything else is fucked up. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all, we're going to keep it in Asia. Dateline, Cambodia. A gentleman goes swimming in a local river there. He experiences some below-the-belt discomfort. He goes to a hospital. They examine him. They find out that a parasitic leech has crawled into <laughs> went up through his urethra, attached itself to his bladder, mm. and mm. sucked out one pint, 16 ounces of his blood. God damn. They had to take a very tiny camera and put it into his penis. That's how they identified the leech, which had grown to many times its normal size. <laughs> They then had to take two little electronic probes and extract the leech Mm. from his bladder, urethra, and penis. Damn. He was hospitalized for a few Mm. days. He's reporting no additional discomfort and appears to be fine at this point. You ain't fine. You ain't fine, sir. Sir, as, he's as, mentally he's mentally damaged. Sir, as the only <laughs> other person, on, <laughs> sir, as the only other person on this podcast with a penis, to the blood sucking vampire leech, you say what? I say I think that is an excellent punishment for child predators. That that should be the the standard punishment for child predators, right there, because that is like horrific. I can't I can't. Wow, I can't, I can't even imagine a torture like worse than that. T. Petty blood sucking leeches from the rivers of Cambodia that climb up. <laughs> to that you say what? Oh shit, that's fucked that, up. That, T. Petty, you finding that too funny now? Though. I mean, well, I'm I'm laughing at y'all because y'all are very sensitive about your penises, so. I just imagine y'all squirming around and just feeling a little bit nauseous. I mean, it's a cautionary tale. Stay your ass out of nature. Ain't I been saying it for weeks and weeks? Nature is not for us. You have a blood-sucking leech crawl through your dick hole, travel all the way up your urethra, and attach to your bladder. 
and drink a pint of blood. Proceed to drink a pint. a pint of blood. Do you know how big that damn thing was? Oh my god. I mean, it sounds terrible. And if he got a woman, I feel sorry for her because she ain't gonna be getting them for a long time. He's gonna if, be traumatized. If you Google it, the picture that was in the story. Oh, wait, you can Google that? Yeah. <laughs> wait, they Google, put that on the internet? If you Google man, penis, Cambodia, leech, you'll get the story. Oh, let me I ain't putting that in my search history. The leech <laughs> that was. That'd be like, my wife might divorce me. I'll put something like that in my search history. The leech that was in the story looked like a big ass earthworm. It was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, oh, shit. Ah. What it look like, T-Patty? I I can't put it in my search engine. What it look like? I'm going to send this to you. No, don't send me that. Don't send me that. It looks like a gigantic worm that is about, like, imagine a huge earthworm, but, like, mm, three times as thick. Yeah, like one of those uh, candy, you know, the sour patches, but it's the sour gummy worms. It looks like like a bloody gummy worm. That's exactly what it looks like. Oh, my God, it is huge. All right, on the heels of that, we're going to give you all the coffee report. One, Starbucks, a couple weeks ago, told their black associates, don't come in here with that Black Lives Matter stuff on your clothes. Mm -hmm. If so, we're going to send you home. Uh, 24 hours later, they was like, we're sorry, we were wrong, you can wear your Black Lives Matter stuff. We'll leave it at that. Also, in San Diego, California, another Karen, um, a gentleman of color, asked her to wear her mask while getting her coffee while in the store. She refused, berated him. A Sharon, who was in the store, started a GoFundMe for the young barista to date. She has raised, the GoFundMe campaign has raised more than $100,000 for that barista who was berated by that Karen, and he is going to use the money to pursue his career in dance. So, T-Petty, your thoughts on uh, Sharon coming through and uh, negating and rubbing out the negativity of a Karen? Well, out of bullshit comes something good, but nobody should have to endure abuse when they're simply trying to do their jobs and maintain their own health by these entitled bitches that want to come into a store and act a goddamn fool. If you do not have on a mask, they just need to have somebody at the door, preferably somebody with a taser, to keep those bitches out. You do not have the freedom to choose whether or not you want to wear a mask in a private establishment. It's the same as no shoes, no shirt, no service. If your punk ass don't have a mask, say out so kudos to the sharon for coming through for this young man and i hope that he is able to pursue his dreams um to whatever whatever career that he wants to pursue in the world of dance i hope that he is able to achieve that with the help of these this GoFundMe. absolutely absolutely black coffee bro what's your thoughts on that man starbucks stay messing up y'all remember back here like um a few, few months ago where they was like arresting the brothers who was just waiting on a, a meeting at mm-hmm. Starbucks. Yep. And then they kind of had to go through all this like diversity training for Starbucks and everything. And then how are you going to say you can't wear Black Lives Matter gear at Starbucks when people wear all kind of stuff like save the whales, save the pandas, but you can't save the black people. Because whales and pandas are worth more than a black life. 
right? That's why Black Lives Matter. And so that was that's I'm I'm glad they 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 quickly realized like that was wrong, but they they stay messing up. So we, we black people is keeping count. We keeping count. Well, and when you don't have anybody black making decisions in your boardrooms and wherever else this is happening, they never realize how fucked up they are until black Twitter comes after them and then they're like, oops, but the damage is done. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are we going to change uh, pace on this? This story absolutely flabbergasted me. So I'm just going to read it as is and then let y'all go ahead and react. Adult film star charged with sexual assault of four women. Los Angeles County District Attorney Jackie Lacey uh, announced today that porno star Ron Jeremy has been charged with forcibly raping three women and sexually assaulting another separate incidents dating back to 2014. His real name, Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, date of birth 3-12-53, was charged in the case with three counts of uh, three counts each of forcible rape and forcible penetration with a foreign object and one count of forcible oral copulation and sexual battery. Um, the case has been filed for warrant yesterday. So uh, arraignment was scheduled and took place uh, in Los Angeles court. Uh, the district attorney uh, is prosecuting the case. In 2014, the defendant is, uh, was accused of forcibly raping a 25-year-old woman at uh, a home in West Hollywood and he uh, allegedly sexually assaulted two women, ages 33 and 46, on separate occasions at a West Hollywood bar in 2017. Uh, he got $600,000 bond. Uh, T. Petty, wow. Ron Jeremy, just wow, just, just wow. I, well, you know, being a creeper, knows no age limits so his damn near 70 year old ass is out here raping people sexual battery if in fact these allegations are true and my default stance is always believe women so lock that ass up i don't care how old he is he deserves the punishment for violating these women so those are just the four that we know about so if he's right. done it four times in his late 60s, then you know he's been doing it for many, many years. So I expect that more women will come forward um, now that these these other women have had the bravery to do so. And I hope that he is punished to the fullest extent of the law. <clears throat> totally understand. Uh, Adrice, they are here saying that Ron Jeremy is a rapist. You know, it, you can't make light of rape or rape allegations. But how when I think about this story, but but what I, I just go ill Ron Jeremy? Well yeah. That, that oh Lord I mm. It's a lot of miles on uh, that car. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and he like he is about seventy years old. And when you think about that, it is like a twenty five year old like Ron Jimmy, why is you even hanging out with 25-year-olds? Well, we know why. Why is you even around? Exactly. Like, why is you even around them like that? Oh, Jesus. And it's, that's, that's, a, that's a sad story on so many levels. Sad, sad, sad. It's going to be interesting. I mean, damn, man. Six, he, so check this out. $600,000 bond. They gave 
Ron Jeremy $100,000 bond more than they did in the case in the Rayshard Brooks case. How about that? Wow. $500,000 for the cop in the Rayshard Brooks case, $600,000 for Ron Jeremy. Wow. What that I don't know. I don't know. Okay, y'all, uh, we're trying to get life back to normal. This will be the last thing before we go into uh, final thoughts. Hockey's coming back. Baseball's coming back. Basketball's coming back. I don't know how this is going to work. Hockey, mm, it's not a lot of droplets in that. They do have ice, but they should relatively be fine. We'll see how this goes. Baseball is all about the spitting. They're talking about having a 60-game season. This is Clearly and purely not going to work. Baseball players are some of the most disgusting and nasty athletes that we have. You lick your fingers, you lick the baseballs, the whole night you touching and breathing and the whole nine yards on each other. You got the umpire. Like, there's no social distancing at the home plate. It's the umpire, then the catcher, then the batter. One person sneeze, and it's a wrap. So we'll see how that goes. And then basketball, they're going to have the bubble in um, Orlando where the players are going to assemble and everyone gets their temperatures checked, but there's a whole lot of other people and moving parts that you really can't control as far as the coronavirus is concerned. So, T. Petty, um, what are your thoughts on the sports coming back? And B, the NBA is saying that players can put slogans or different names besides their last names on their jersey. What would you put on the back of your jersey, T. Petty? Oh, let's see. I think I would have to change it up every game because there's always some new bullshit happening, but the evergreen label would be Black Lives Matter. And I think the other one right now would be Arrest Breonna Taylor's Murderers. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. On sports coming back, like, ugh, I just don't see how this is viable. Every other day, if you watch ESPN or any sports channel, you'll see the little crawl at the bottom that says so-and-so is tested positive, but feels fine. He's tested positive. Like they're just, it's too much. You know, basketball is the only sport I care about. There is no way in hell that that is a safe thing to do because you could be asymptomatic. So you're in there sweating in close proximity Mm-hmm. to the nine other players on the floor, your coaches, everybody on the bench, the officials, is just a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be happening. Yeah, three months for a bubble. That's a long time, sis. You're right. You're right. Uh, Adrice, uh, baseball, hockey, basketball, allegedly coming back, and the commissioner says, within reason, I guess, you could put something other than your last name on the back of your jersey. What would you put on there, bro? Look, first of all, with, like, baseball coming back, I already told y'all it's going to be like voting. <laughs> like, how they voting in the arenas? I think that's going to be the new basketball. You're going to have people line up on the free throw line to kind of make their vote. And you're going to have, like, Trump supporters come up there. And everybody's going to be like, get that shit out of here! Boo! <laughs> you're just going to be, like, rooting for, like, you know, when the black people come up, it's like, yeah! Hit that shot! Hit that shot! Swish! So I think that's how you're going to be entertained. It's just going to be free throw line voting. Just throwing up there. Right. And if I had to put something on the back of my jersey, you know what I would do? Mm-hmm. I would take the clue from one of the greatest musicians of all time, Prince, and I would put Slave on the back of my jersey. Mm-hmm. And you know somebody's going to do it. You know when the player's going to do it. Just put Slave right down the back to indict the NBA and that whole system. 
for how it might be LeBron James. He might put it on there. Never can I don't know. LeBron been speaking up lately. He's LeBron found his voice. He's the most outspoken, that is for sure. Yeah, we're going to see how this is going to turn out. I think hockey, they're going to go ahead and award the Stanley Cup. I think that tournament will work out fine. It'll be shorter, and we'll see what happens. Baseball, absolutely not. They are not going to finish the 60-game season. Um, and you know and, how baseball is nasty, too? Because, like, they're always grabbing their they crouch. You know, like, in baseball, they're always, like, adjusting. <laughs> like, it's almost like get, every other play. You can't get the Rona from touching your crotch, sir. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't want to be the first one to prove that right or wrong. <laughs> you know <laughs> <But>, what? Like, <laughs> and and basketball, they expect these cats to say celibate or whatever, or you know, bring their wives <laughs> in or whatever for three months. That's not gonna happen. And then again, the poor people that have to clean the um, rooms and the whole nine yards. There's just too many people there. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm sort of a capitalist. I would put my cash app name. On the back of my jersey, but I would donate some of the money, some of the money. Some Black Lives Matter. So you know, I gotta, I gotta make a buck, especially if I'm like the last man on the bench coming off. Like, well, you, you black and you got a life, so that that makes sense. (laughs) I I will give uh, some of the money on that. All right, T. Patty, we're gonna wrap it up. What's your final thoughts, sis? I just 2020 is just a shit show. I would like to be able to be put to sleep after I send in my ballot and just wake me up on January 20th, 2021. So hopefully I could see Joe Biden being in, uh, taking the oath to be sworn in as president because every day brings some new level of bullshit that we're not capable of just absorbing anymore. The year is only half over and look at what's already happened. So I'm going to just keep saying the same thing I say, I think, every week. Y'all be safe out here. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Um, arrest Breonna Taylor's murderers and fuck the police. Gotcha, gotcha. Adrice, your final thoughts, man, before we close out? Yeah, I've been thinking about this um, for, for a minute now, um, Nookie and T-Petty, which is probably dangerous. Oh. But, like, you know how, like, it seems like the whole world is just going crazy now. For like 2020 and all this stuff is happening i'm starting to wonder if like the world has always been crazy like that and we've just been in a bubble of america just kind of isolated from it and mm-hmm. you know thinking that we protect it from it but the whole world is like crazy and we, we finally waking up and realizing like yeah this is pretty crappy and we've been like sleepwalking through this whole thing for all the existence of america and so I think we just finally waking up and saying like, yeah, that's that's how stuff really is. And we need to be better. So that's 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 my closing thoughts. Totally understand. Totally understand. Agree with you on that, man. I guess, you know, I'm just a hybrid of y'all, you know, be safe, wear your masks. We know it's summertime. OK, here's a thing that I saw. If an OR nurse or a surgeon or a doctor and other folks can do eight, 10, 12 hour shifts, and wear their masks. Other people, that civilian sure as hell can wear their masks for the three minutes they got to go into the quickie mart, get their gas, be amongst other people, et cetera. And when you get back in your car, you can take your mask off. So you think about these uh, folks that's uh, out here saving lives, wearing double masks and face shields for eight, 10, 12, 14 hours. To hell with that. Wear your mask. Again, be safe. Keep your bubble you know, close. Um, you know, again, it's summertime. I understand that this is a different summer. Again, uh, 
two million people died with the swine flu back in 18, 1918. And it took uh, to about uh, 1920 for this thing to get through. So we're still in the first wave. So don't be confused. And um, again, just uh, stay safe. Enjoy yourself responsibly. And um, again, you know, just uh, be safe. So, hey, y'all, this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Uh, I'm uh, signing off on behalf of my co-host, T. Petty, and Idris Elbow. Y'all good? Yeah, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to to the podcast brothers, right? Yes, like sir. these are some brothers that are, are doing their thing, and we've been podcasting as well, and we're getting to know the other um, black folks who are doing it as well. So, shout out to the podcast brothers and their podcast. Hopefully, they're listening to the Digital Gumbo. We're listening to you guys. Great job! Absolutely, absolutely. Podcast brothers, yeah. uh, consistent uh, product uh, up to over 180 episodes so we want to give a shout out and uh say that black podcast matter t petty you got something on that yeah i just want to echo echo your thoughts uh there's enough room at the table for all of us to eat so i love to see uh black podcasters out here doing doing well um and more and more of us are entering this arena in the age of the rona and i love to see it absolutely absolutely all right, y'all, stay away from them rivers and creeks and them blood-sucking leeches. <laughs> Wear double and, and white people, stay away from Yellowstone Park. Stay and out of the park. And stay away from black people, because we're safer. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. Bye, y'all. Is that a heaven, that a hell? You know where I take it, and you know I do it well. When I come through, ready to show up with back. I ain't want nothing but that motherfucking check. You can catch me at your door. You can catch me in your home. Oh, you're running late. Just send the address to my phone. Copy, paste, and go. Baby, don't be playing with me. I could come through and take off your shit. Take off your gear. Take off your gear.